0: Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Miss Alex White and Francis Scott Key White, our sibling rock and roll duo, White Mystery from Chicago. Since 420 in 2008, White Mysteries self-released eight records, played 1,000 shows on three different continents with the likes of Iggy Pop, Garbage, Theo Seas, and Patti Smith. They've modeled for Levi Jeans. They've performed at Sundance. They've even jammed on a parade float with Sir Richard Branson. They've pretty much done it all. Uh, and I've got Alex here today. Alex, what's going on?
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm great. I'm, I'm super stoked to have you on. You guys seem like you've... Accomplished so much in the last eleven years, I've like I don't even know where to begin.
1: Yeah, you know, it's been a really wild ride. We started as a humble little brother and sister band, and even after all of these experiences, we still are and just stuck together and followed our vision, and here we are.
0: Interesting. So, what is exactly that vision?
1: Uh, The vision was to go where no band has gone before and that meant remaining totally independent that entire time. Um, experimenting, you know, you mentioned the Sir Richard Branson parade float performance we did a couple years ago. We've really kind of pushed the limit on on what a band is capable to do. We played on a speeding train uh, for a movie called Station to Station that was at Sundance, and when people had wacky opportunities, they knew that they could give us a call and we'd be willing to try it out. We even played at the top of the Willis Tower, the Sears Tower, where the window washers push off on the 95th floor, where everyone else was strapped in except for us. And, uh, you know, it's it's been really cool and destifying and I'm happy that we're still standing to tell the story.
0: Yeah, me, me as well. But I, I'm curious, how did you... Um... How did you earn that right of becoming like the the go-to resource in in the midwest and and obviously elsewhere for being musicians that are up for anything? How do you earn that rep?
1: You know that's a really interesting question. Warren Buffett, uh, you know the the famous investor said that there's a difference between successful people and really successful people, and that difference is that really successful people say no. Uh, And I would say that the White Mystery experience was the opposite of that. We said yes to everything, and it's because at the time we were full-time musicians, which we still are, but we had nothing but time. So if someone said, "Hey, would you like to play a party in Pilsen at 6 p.m.?" and then the Empty Bottle says, "Hey, would you like to open for Jay Retard at midnight?" we'd just say yes to it all because what else were we doing? And that really opened us up to creating a really strong network of people who knew that they could call white mystery and that we would follow through, that we were willing to and uh, had the spirit of just being enthusiastic about trying new things. So in doing so, it created a snowball effect. So you say yes to playing three shows in white one night and you become known as the band that's willing to play three shows in one night. And then that snowballs into playing four in one day at South by Southwest. And you just push the envelope on what you're capable of and it opens you up to new opportunities.
0: That's so interesting. And I love that. And I love the hustle. How do you keep going though? Because I mean, a lot of people who are hearing this are probably getting exhausted just even thinking about that, myself included. So like, how does that, how do you stay energized through all of that stimulation and chaos?
1: You know, that, that's also a really good question. How do you stay, how do you maintain, you know, a, a level of energy where you can propel through all these experiences? I mean, there was definitely times that we were exhausted, you know, uh, we would pull over. We were in the mountains, this was a couple years ago, in the Rocky Mountains, and we were just so exhausted. You know, we fell asleep at this rest stop for two hours, just snoozing away like little puppies. And woke up and I guess that's part of it when you're tired take a nap get some coffee you know we're huge fans of coffee I'm a caffeine nut and uh so much so that we've even had white mystery coffee blends come out as partnerships with different coffee companies like Metropolis Coffee and Intelligentsia uh just because we're so into it it's like the nectar of the gods when you're in a band. And we'd allow ourselves to sleep in. So when we were on tour doing these long drives, you know, if checkout was 1 p.m. at a hotel, we'd sleep until 1230, you know, just to make sure that we we had the uh, energy to do what we had to do that day. We also would go grocery shopping and make ourselves sandwiches and eat lots of fruits and vegetables. So we weren't eating like McDonald's every day. Out on these long tours, we were trying to get, like, decent nutrition as best we could as touring musicians. So, you know, just good nutrition, getting plenty of sleep when you can, and um, just kind of being supportive of each other, too, like, egging each other on.
0: Nice. Um, Well, so I've had a a couple of um, brother, sister, or or I guess actually the the two other guests that have been on the show that were related were, were both identical twins. And so, like, I always wonder, like... How do you manage? Because like I get at Thanksgiving, I get in fights with my family. You know what I mean. Like, how do you manage that relationship on the road, doing four shows a day and things like that?
1: Um, gosh, how do we how do we do that? Just you mean as as a sibling relationship? How did we persevere?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, Francis and I are best friends. You know the the day I remember the day that he was born. I was about two and a half years old, and it's back when they would put babies on display behind a glass window, and there'd be a big room of babies in these little kind of baby trays. I don't know what you would call those at the (laughs) hospital. And um, my parents brought him home, and he would cry and cry every night until they finally pushed his... Uh, his crib into my room and he started giggling and we just had our little telepathic baby relationship that started. And we've just been best friends ever since. And I think a lot of it also was knowing our roles and being aware of the dynamic in the band later on. So for instance, I book all the shows. He does all the driving and having these clear defined roles. You're always trying to fulfill the expectations of your role as best you can. There's no crossover or I thought you were going to bring the guitar in. I thought you were going to bring the guitar in, you know, like confusion. We had very, very defined roles and that helps us maintain a good relationship because we, we know what to expect of each other and we know that each person will do their job well. So for instance, when Francis is driving all day, I'm the one making sandwiches. I'm his co-pilot. I know where we're going. I, I'm able to kind of guide him, and then I read stories to him all day to kind of keep him sharp. So we'll say, okay, let's read James Brown, Michael Jordan, and Aretha Franklin's Wikipedias today. We read the entire Great Gatsby on a long drive. I read all of the Game of Thrones books to him when they were coming out years ago, and when you're sitting in the car and he's driving and I'm reading, you have this collective consciousness where you're in the same little bubble going 70 miles an hour on the highway, and you're also transported uh, through your imagination to these stories that we we're reading. That that kind of kept those drives going. So uh, we're just, you know, really on the same page.
0: Awesome, I love it. Well, so let's jump into the song real quick. This is a song called "Get Back" by. White Mystery. That was Get Back by White Mystery. So you guys are a Chicago band, uh, which is amazing, and you're playing a big show called Girls Rock Chicago at Sleeping Village on May 19th. you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So Girls Rock Chicago is a camp for girls who want to start bands, learn an instrument. They're in the kind of grade school to high school age range, and it's up to like us to be good role models and kind of show these young musicians what what's in their future, what they can aspire to. So this is a fundraiser, Sunday, May 19th at Sleeping Village, which is a super cool new venue in Avondale neighborhood near Belmont in Milwaukee. And we're playing with Half Gringa and Baby Money, two other awesome female-powered acts here in Chicago. And from what I understand, this Girls Rock event is the carnival. So I believe that there's going to be games and fun activities that make it a little bit more than a show.
0: Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, feel free to stop by, make sure to stop by, rather, May 19th at Sleeping Village, one of my favorite venues. They have an incredible beer list and a really cool kind of setup in the back for, uh, you know, a few hundred people. Um, so uh-huh. it's going to be an awesome event. Uh, well, Alex, thank you so much for coming on and talking about white mystery and and opening up about, uh, the trials and tribulations of hustling and making music. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.